0: Welcome to another edition segment of the Breakthrough Podcast, Discovering New Pathways. My name is Omar Mohammed, co-host of the Breakthrough Podcast. Uh, This is brought to you by the Minority Business Development Agency out of Washington, D.C., part of the Department of uh, Commerce, as well as EDAC, the Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center at Morgan State University. Tune in. On the 3rd and 4th Mondays at 4.30, yep, you'll find us right here. And we have some specials throughout the year as well. All episodes can be found on edacmorgan.com. That's E-D-A-C, Morgan.com. Or go to anchor.fm and put in the Breakthrough Podcast, and you'll find us there as well. So as I indicated, I'm Omar Mohammed, uh, one of two uh, my co host over there is Leon Robinson. Hey Amen. Yes, sir.
1: What's, what's going on, Obar? Welcome back, man. Feels good to be, uh, be back on again for a couple more sessions and uh, excited about our guests we have today.
0: All right. With that said, yep, we always have our guests come through. Uh, so we have entrepreneurs uh, who were formerly incarcerated. Uh, and we also have um, organizations that are assisting formerly incarcerated individuals. And today we have Bakara Shabans, and I know she'll correct me if I'm not saying her name right. Uh, she is. She has a, a company called organization called Criminal Injustice Reform Network. And with that said, Bakara, I want to welcome you to the Breakthrough Podcast.
1: Thank you. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome.
0: Yes. So I know you and I, we've had conversations before, and I, I know you can, you, you can, you tell your story good. <laughs> I yeah. try to. I hear you. So so let's start off with, with this. Um, so how long have you been home?
2: I have been doing Criminal and Justice Reform Network for about three and a half years now.
0: Okay. All right. So t- tell us, tell us a little bit about that.
2: All right, so Criminal Justice Reform Network was birthed out of the idea that a lot of these organizations out here are not being very intentional around true criminal um, injustice reform. First, by not calling it what it is, we don't fight um, justice; we fight for justice. And so, what we are fighting against is injustice. So that was one one distinction um, we needed to make and be clear about. And then also when, um, we have our loved ones that are inside that are not getting equitable treatment and let's be clear, just because you are incarcerated does not give one a, a right to mistreat somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then when returning home, the, uh, just the hardships that folks were having when states were claiming that they were four second chances and, you know, they're getting all this grant money saying that they are, you know, um, making sure that people are able to have access to the job. One of the biggest jokes was ban the box. Um, folks didn't understand that ban the box really wasn't about. Uh, regular jobs. It was about state jobs. Those folks who are coming home from prison are not applying for state jobs. State jobs are not even welcoming folk returning citizens home to to get these jobs. And so how was box helping, you know, individuals that are, are returning home?
0: So we wanted to,
2: we wanted to uh, make sure that we were bridging, truly bridging the gap and making sure that people understood policy, understood law, and also understood where they stand in all of this.
0: Wow! Yep, absolutely. So, what what made you? So, let's kind of back up. So, is Criminal Injustice Reform Network instead a for profit or not not for profit organization? It's
2: a, it's a nonprofit organization.
0: And why did you decide to come up with this?
2: Because we needed it. It, it was a need, you know. We, my, my people do not really understand policy. We're not involved with policy. Um, all we do is show up and vote, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't know what we're voting for. We don't know who we're voting for. We don't know what laws mm-hmm. are. And that's extremely important. And so and right. providing that information, because what we do is we go down down the book, the laws that are on the books and we go through them thoroughly. And we rewrite those policies. If they're not equitable, we want them repealed and reenacted to say what we needed to say. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, no one was really doing that and providing a perspective of why this is necessary. And they also won't, won't exposing politicians uh, for their lack of supporting folks who had been, um, you know, incarcerated or who are currently incarcerated. So it was a lot of, you know, just a lot of lip service going on out there, and we feel like the people have the right to know who's who.
1: Right. Yeah. I truly believe the power is in the people, man, and we need to be educated and informed on what's going on and what's limiting us and what's holding us back, so... I I love everything about your organization and uh, would definitely love to, to continue to support, you know, Um, I'm I'm actually a returning citizen as well, you know, so I understand the barriers that we face, you know, coming home from incarceration and the limitations that we have and the lack of funding for programs. And it's unfortunate that, you know, um, we get, we have a budget, you know, in this city, you know, and it's just crazy that the money isn't going where it's supposed to. So like organizations like yourself and what you are standing for and, I think we need to support you even more and other organizations similar, man, because, you know, we all make mistakes, but it's like, you know, don't hold me down forever, you know? Right. Mm. Exactly. And, you know, focusing on
2: the fact that, you know, my mistake was just a moment in time. It does not define Mm -hmm. my entire life, my entire existence. You know, that did happen for about five minutes. And so my whole life is defined by five minutes. That's ridiculous.
1: Right. Right. All right, and it's funny because, um, you know, I was blessed to have support and have family, you know, that were there when I came home from incarceration. And a lot of our young guys and young women, you know, they they, they don't have that, you know. So it's like if if the infrastructure within the community isn't set up to help them actually come back and be, you know, um, you know, pay their debts to society and come back and you know be able to thrive, it's like. That's why the recidivism rate is the high, you know, the way it is, you know. So, right. and when you awesome. talk about debt to society, you know, <laughs> let's talk about
2: that. So, do we truly owe a debt to society? What that's has true. society done for black people? And I call it America that, <laughs> right. that, that we owe it anything, you know, that we owe it. Now, we do owe one another. You know, something I will ride with that. But right. that society, especially when we talk about victimless um crimes. Violent crimes. Where, yeah. When no, nobody yeah. was hurt or harmed, you, you know, like let's use drug use for for an example. People yeah. are getting locked up for possession of drugs. What like what that ain't none of your business for one. Mm-hmm. And and
1: how, who have they harmed? Right. Right, but yet it's punitive. Strange. And so what debt do they owe us? What's the real debt? You're right about hey, that. Come good on. Come on. And it's, let's, it's, yeah. And yeah. it's funny because the guy that just got killed in Minneapolis, you know, uh, in, in Minnesota yesterday, 20 years old. Um, I did a little research. Heard people talking about, you know, he had a warrant for his arrest because oh. when he was younger, he um, smoked weed or something like that. And it's just right. like. Are you serious? Like, you're going to shoot this guy down over something that was as petty and as minor as him having possession of some paraphernalia? Like, that's unbelievable.
2: They said the same thing about um, Trayvon, you know, when they did the toxicology reports. And so if we keep allowing them to justify Black murder uh, because we indulged in, and and let's be clear, the drugs that they brought here, um, the big setup, the big white setup, then then, you
1: know, it, let's, let's call
2: it what
0: it is, you know, yeah, call it speed to speed. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Yes. All right. All right. So so Becara So when organizations. So let me ask it, this question or we'll frame it this way. Are individuals participating in your organization while they're um Behind the bars, or when they come home, or a combination of two. How, oh, how, how yeah. are people reaching 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 you?
2: Yes, we have folks inside. We have people who are creating reentry programs inside. We have people mm. who are um, becoming policy experts inside. Mm. Uh, you know, because they they need to be able to. Uh um, make sure that they that they are taken care of for inside. And so, policy is not just for outside of the bars. We need equitable policy policy for inside. You know, and so um, you know, one one of our I love. We don't call them this, this an inmate. oh you know, we call a loved one. He said, I, "I never thought about doing policy for inside of the jails." I said, "Well, who better? You you're right. the subject matter expert."
1: Right Don't allow people to keep writing
2: our, na- controlling our narratives and writing our story.
1: All right. All right. So let me ask you this, Ms. Bakar. Um, you know, and I, you may have already said it, but have you been a victim of, you know, um, I guess racial profiling, stereotyping, or have you been incarcerated for anything like oh, minor? Man. Or you started this organization because <laughs> of your close friends and family that have been um and justly criminalized for you know things that doesn't really you know uh, carry you know a, a heavy sentence you know yes so yes i have been incarcerated
2: uh, a, a lot of times, and, and my crimes were—I I was involved in white collar crime. Um, I had two children. I was very young. I met some Colombians. They gave me the offer of my life, and I don't—I mm-hmm. don't apologize for it. And it—it uh, it afforded my children the opportunity to live a life where um, they weren't neglected. A life was seven twenty-five an hour, and at that time, it was four thirty-five. Would not afford them. Um, and so, you know, I have two children, that, one that graduated from Virginia State, one that's about to graduate in May from Cornell, and another about to graduate from Virginia State in engineering. And oh, so, wow. you know, had, the, had the system um, provided me a way to, to make a living wage, even after I had that first charge, I mm-hmm. may not have went that way, but um, because it didn't, my children, I was not going to allow my children to suffer. And they didn't. And so it took 20 years for there to be an opportunity to allow me to make a living rage, wage and show forth my talents and gifts. And that was at 38 years old. The system held me down for 38 years. And then wow. I finally lucked up on the opportunity where they did not ask, did you have a criminal background record? And I got hired and they found out later on. And then that's when the shenanigans came. But I was too embedded at that point for them to take me out. But, yes, right. I've, been, I've been in and, um, you know, I've had a lot of folks that's been, you know, been in and out. And mm-hmm. a lot of the
1: stuff is economical crime. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Now, as far as, like, you know, because we, you know, we all go through experiences and get convicted for misdemeanors, felonies, or whatever they are. Like, have you got, gone through the expungement process, the pardon process? Because I'm actually in that process now. Um, and I just followed up, you know, with um, the uh, public safety individuals, I called the, the case lady today, she said that they supposedly sent me a letter out. Um, like, what are your thoughts? Or what are your what's your insight on just the process of actually, like cleaning your record, you know, and how important that is? So I'm in the
2: state of Virginia, and we our expungement process is a, is a lot different. So if you've been found guilty, there is no expungement. If you've been wow. if have a deferred disposition, there is no expungement process. The only time you can get an expungement is if you were found not guilty or the case was dismissed, and all mm-hmm. process and never brought back up. And so I have helped um, folks uh, get the expungements of those. Um, of those charges where, you know, it resulted in a dismissal or right. a process. I have also right. done myself, helped folks with the pardon process, which is basically non-existent in the state of Virginia. Um, we don't have parole here either. Um, so, I, you know, I'm with it. And we we do have um, an expungement bill that was on the books this year. It was, it was garbage, um, mm-hmm. you know, because it didn't address what they call violent offenders, what we know right. is is propaganda in its highest form, right. uh, and and another way to label folks and to keep us down. You know, people are not violent because they one act of violence they were you know occurred. People are violent if there is a continuation of violence. And still, are we addressing the underlying issue of why they are violent? No, That's we're true. not.
1: It's a good question. <laughs> Wow,
0: interesting. Yes. Keep going, Leon, because I, yeah. I know I, I've heard yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we, we said we were only going to go to meet for 30 minutes, but I don't know. I think that we meet for an hour or so.
1: I got it if y'all got it oh yeah yeah we oh yeah we 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 can we can talk, man, we can talk, but no that's that's, that's absolutely I mean, that's-
0: so so help me understand or you know help the audience understand as well, you know, for those individuals who are out, you know, Leon is trying to get his record um expunged. You know, how, how can people, you know, find you and, you know, what, is there a, a, a curriculum? You know, we're on college camp, so I have to ask that question. Uh, <laughs> is there a curriculum that you use to teach individuals about understanding policy and law?
2: There There is no curriculum um, per se. And I hate... Uh, the fact that we have to learn from a, a neo-colonialism um, model, you know, and so um, and it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. what we do is we 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 start with what folks have been charged with. Let's look at that. Let's pull up that code and see what that code say. Let's mm-hmm. find out what the, what elements are necessary in order to convict. Let's find out if the police have probable cause for your stop and or your your summons or arrest. And that's what we started. We make it very personal so that we can find out these these major front parts because if, you, if there was no probable cause in the first place to dismiss mm-hmm.
0: and
2: true. if all of the elements were not met, then this needs to be right. dismissed as well. But if folks don't know that, people have no clue that there has to be elements that are met in order to obtain a conviction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just educating in in that retrospect,
1: you know, has worked. There's so much corruption going on, man. It's unbelievable the corruption that's going on. I just yeah. know, and it's funny you speak of like, the part, you know, having probable cause, you know, because, you know, I, I was incarcerated. I came home, I was still being reckless and irresponsible and, out, you know, selling drugs or whatever like that, you know, but I wasn't hurting anybody. Right. You know, um, physically anyway, you know, I was selling drugs, but you know, not no hardcore drugs, coke, dope, any other thing like that, but marijuana. And, you know, I got pulled over in Baltimore city with no valid reason, you know, and they illegally searched my car, had to, uh, had the knocks come out, you know, then the white and blue people came out, then took me to jail, but they, they took my, you know, my, 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 possession, they took my product and didn't show up for court. So it's like, I'm a living testimony of like the corruption that goes on, not just in Baltimore, but in a lot of these inner cities, you know, where it's like, everybody's connected, you know, like from the political realm, the, yep. the, 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 police force, um you know the the the, the gangs the, the the drug dealers are like they're all in cahoots you know the stuff you watch on movies that ain't that ain't just come from nowhere you know that's real that's been going on for years and years and years you know centuries you know so it's just it's just unfortunate you know that our people have to be subjugated to this but you know it's up to us like you know to help and, and do the programs that we're doing like what you're doing um Mr. Corb, which is awesome To to help educate and and inform our people on what the laws is, you know, because we are we are blind, you know, and that's why we get so caught up, you know, in the system because we don't even know our rights. Right, right, and we don't think that you know running for office is is
2: is is something that we can do. We think that you need to have forty degrees and you need to make X amount of dollars. No, all you need to be is a real person that cares. People to run for
1: office
2: because we think that those people know everything, they don't. Lawyers don't know everything, judges don't either.
1: Right about that. Do you have a, a website that we can f- find your organization and, and maybe promote and get some donations, you know, to, to assist you? Because you're a nonprofit, right? Yes, okay, yes. okay. My, uh,
2: my website is First Alliance, so it's firstalliance site dot com backslash consultant
0: all right one one more time first the
2: lion
0: now is it is it the one first or the word first
2: the first the word first
0: okay got you Uh
2: number eight backslash wix site dot com forward slash consultant
1: so first eight the number eight, Yep. Slash
0: Wixsite.com dot com slash consultant, right? Yep. Awesome, awesome. And you know, so so uh, any any testimonies you want to share on you know how you're helping individuals, and in, well, let me ask that question first before I jump to the next one. Which Sorry, one you
2: had? You had two of them in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, are there any testimonies? I'll, I'll start with that one first. Uh, individuals who have come through your organization and have been successful?
2: Oh, most definitely. So I have I have a, a couple of them. Um, I'm also a legal advocate. My consult business with this First Alliance is where my legal advocacy is housed. So I fought against the okay. Chesterfield um, Department of Social Services where I found out that they were um, basically um, not allowing parents who have children that are in college to, to maintain on their SNAP application. I fought the, um, the city of Chesterfield Department of Social Services and won against them in the Court of Appeals. And they had to give all of that money back to parents who had wow. came Work uh, because they were using the wrong CFR. Um, they were basically saying that children that were in college were in like mental institutions instead of institutions of higher learning. Um, I also was able to um, get a loved one's uh, driver's license back in the city of New News. They were saying that once you fall off of the um, the payment plan, you're basically stuck and can't um, get your license back. But I petitioned the court. The judges, which they weren't expecting, and I was able to get that um, loved one their driver's license back and get them put back mm. on the um, on the payment plan. Uh, what else? I got a couple of other ones, but uh, we have been extremely successful with our legal advocacy um, work. I do um, do some, you know, some case advocating around, um, you know, cases that we've been successful for. Um, I've been extremely successful on on my own individual cases.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: So. I um, thought we lost you. Okay. Okay. Good, good deal. It's, so you, you're based out of Virginia. So what's your reach? That was going to be the second part of my, my question. So how far can you go to help uh, individuals in in and out uh, outside?
2: Yeah. So right now, um, the reach is the DMV, Tennessee, North Carolina, Delaware.
1: Oh, that's a pretty yeah. good reach. Up,
2: oh, yeah, we got we're doing a lot of child welfare work in Tennessee, um, with a lot of criminal advocacy work in Maryland, DC, and Virginia, um, and and you know wherever there's a need, we got a case in Oregon. Wherever there's a need, we we have like court watch programs we have participatory
1: right. defense programs like we're, we're doing a lot of good things all over well that's excellent that's excellent so let me ask you this what is the like what is the you know the, the ultimate goal and vision of, of your organization and um you know what you're doing you know in, in the community to to help our people um, and then the follow-up question is you know want you know, you know, we all, you know, eventually won't won't be here. You know, wh- what do you want your legacy to be? You know, what do you want um people to remember you for? Uh, well, I want people to understand the concept of freedom,
2: right? Uh folks think that um freedom, A, for one is free and it's not. B, it thinks that um you have a right to infringe upon somebody else and it and it doesn't. So what that means is that. I may want a particular thing for myself, and another person may want a thing that I don't like, but they may want that for them. Because I believe in the concept of freedom, I have to be okay with what that person wants for them as long as it does not infringe upon my rights or hurt me in any way. That is what truth. That is the concept of true freedom, and that is that is what I would like to see people embody. Like I don't have to. I don't have to deal with folks that, you know, don't want to be in my circle. We talk about. I, I also do environmental injustice work. And a big concept now is diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice, which I think is a part. And so um, I don't subscribe to it. It's crap. Um, And so we are fighting to be in spaces where folks don't want us to be at. Why do we want that? Why do we want to be where people don't want us at?
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: so why are we busy creating our own and saying we will have our own and be okay with having our own? Right. Um, I want I want my children to not have to fight this, like, you know, my grandchildren, because I have grown children. Um, um, I don't want my grandchildren or my great grandchildren to have to be born into this into this fight. And so also looking um, you know, at group economics and other places to, to ride outside of America. I, I cannot continue to be confined to this nonsense and, and a, a, a continued fight I've been fighting for twenty-three years.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, when do we get to live? Right, <laughs> right about that. Man. Okay. Well, that's powerful, man. That's that's really powerful, and um, you know, we're we're definitely uh appreciative of your time and everything you shared. Any last words? Anything you you know want to share to the audience? Because we're gonna air this uh, when, Omar and on another
0: on, the, uh, on Monday.
1: Monday, yeah. yeah.
0: Yep, for uh four nineteen for those in, in,
1: any last words to any returning citizens, you know, m- who may be listening in, um, you know, that that needs some some motivation and inspiration or needs some guidance, um, any last words of wisdom and insight, you know, from your experience and from you know your 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 um, education and knowledge of uh, you know criminal justice reform? Sure. For
2: one, be intentional about everything that you do. Two, you do not have to be a sellout to win. And three, be okay with who you are. embody that and embrace it and be all that you can be.
1: Mm. That's
0: deep. Yeah, I I love it. I love it. Well, Bakura, thank you. Uh, Shabazz, thank you for coming on board. Uh, Criminal Injustice Reform Network. Um, You can reach out to her. First Alliance, number eight, forward slash Wixsite.com, forward slash consultant. Now reach out to her. Uh, we also um, we really appreciate you for coming on board. Uh, as we indicated, we're on every uh, four, third and fourth Mondays of the month at 430. You can find us at emorgancom or you can go on to uh, anchor.com. FM that's F S and Frank M S and Muhammad, and we have a social media platform now. So if you head on over to Facebook or Instagram, uh, we're at Ride. Uh, I should know that. Ride Small Biz. There we go, Ride Small Biz. So at Ride Small Biz, and we really uh, appreciate. Okay, so let me let me back up. Uh, the website again for uh, Sakura is. Uh, uh, there you go. First Alliance 8. So the letter first, Alliance, the number 8, dot Wix Site. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash consultant. Thank you for making that correction uh, as well. Uh, all right. So really appreciate you coming on and, and thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Leon, any final words? My last
1: final word, Ms. McCurry. If you know anyone that would be, uh, you think would be a good guest, um, who's a returning yeah. citizen that's doing some great things entrepreneurially um, in our community um, or in the world, you know, please let us know. We would love to bring them on and uh, highlight them and um, get some some inspiration to to share. And you know, that's what that's what this platform is for. You know, to share oh, resources. So definitely. please keep up, keep us in mind. What well, do.
0: And we also have some classes coming up for those individuals who are interested in learning uh, about entrepreneurship. So we have classes every month. Uh, so you can just reach out to uh, Wallace at morgan.edu. If you're interested in participating in any of the entrepreneur classes, we cover the cost for that. Uh, we have some dynamic uh, individuals to assist uh, you with that. And if you already have a business, you know, reach out to us, we can assist you with that uh, as well. And as part of the business plan, uh, as part of the business plan training class, we have a pitch competition uh, as well. So we we have a number of resources to help uh, individuals who are formerly incarcerated, especially for those who are looking to uh, get started uh, in business. So thank you for checking in. And until next time, continue discovering new pathways. Improve and progress. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Excellent.